0: How do restructurings of debt affect shareholder value? How can a household brand name find itself in financial distress? Welcome to Le Chiffre's Inside the Street, where instead of reiterating big headlines and summarizing the state of the markets, we take a much deeper dive into the mechanics and details. That drive market behavior and performance. We believe that this podcast truly equips our listeners with a firm understanding of the markets that will allow them to formulate much more educated opinions and predictions. Today is Monday, August 14th, and I'm your host, Mickey Finella. So in the last few weeks, the financial markets received news that the Tupperware Brands Corporation the household name and consumer products company that I'm sure most of our listeners today are familiar with, is restructuring their debt obligations. The stock has been up nearly 500% in the last two weeks. So what is happening? Well, to understand the significance of the recent news and bull run, we have to go back a couple months and involve ourselves in a bit of a history lesson here. Back in April, the company announced that it was on the brink of bankruptcy. Now, How could such a household name be in such financial trouble? Well, in order to digest this information, we need to look at the changes in consumer preferences, the industry, and the broader macro environment. And I want to get one thing clear. The brand hasn't just fallen off a cliff in recent months. Sales have been on a decline for years and years now. The pandemic definitely added fuel to the fire, and now we're starting to see that fire burn out of control. So if we start with the change in consumer preferences, the Tupperware brand hasn't really changed compared to its younger competitors. Their go-to-market strategy was direct to consumer for a long time, they were late to the retail game, and there just hasn't been much innovation from the brand, let alone the industry. You walk into a store looking for containers, they're all the same, so consumers then compare on price and the brand loses its meaning. After the pandemic, consumer brand sales have recovered quite well, but not for the Tupperware Corporation. The macro environment of rising rates earlier this year added to the stress of their financials with mounting debt and was kind of the last straw here. So in April, when they announced they had serious concerns about continuing operations and liquidity, shares sank around 50%. So why has the stock bounced back? Well, with the overall market going on a run here, Meme investors, yes, the same ones that pumped up GameStop back in 2021, are putting capital back in the market. Most shares have been sold short on Tupperware Corp, and those same bearish investors are now sitting on unrealized losses in excess of $30 million, thanks to the meme investors who are propping up the stock. Now that the brand has executed a restructuring deal, the stock surged around 45% two Fridays ago. And now that we know the story behind this market movement, let's look at the restructuring deal. The deal allows Tupperware to reduce and reallocate $150 million in cash interest and financing fees, and they get to extend $348 million in maturities. On those maturities, they also get to defer the interest and fees until 2027 in the form of PIC interest. For those that don't know, PIC, or paid-in-kind interest, is a form of interest that accrues to the principal balance on a form of debt. For example, instead of paying interest as it comes due, PIC interest just adds the interest payment to the principal, and then it becomes due at maturity, usually in the form of one large bullet payment. PIC interest can also include other forms of compensation other than cash to pay that interest and the company also has immediate access to a revolving credit mechanism of 21 million. Given that their cash levels have been declining with sales and management has been late to filing financials with the SEC this year, I think the restructuring was an obvious lifeline much needed. In restructurings and bankruptcy, shareholders are paid last in terms of liquidation because debt holders are legally obligated to be paid first. That's why shareholders are at much more risk and why equity is much more expensive to raise because equity investors demand a much higher return to compensate for that risk. So in terms of shareholder value, I think the restructuring was a step in the right direction. But with poor go-to-market strategy, I don't see it being a long-term solution. Management has brought up selling off assets or raising capital through an equity offering. And I think at this point, shareholders wouldn't mind dilution over bankruptcy but for the time being, debt holders will be at the top of the priority list and the company is still in distress. And I'm going to leave it there for time. I highly encourage you all to take a look at some of the reports we've put out on LinkedIn. You can also find them on our website, lechiffrepartners.com. As always, we want to keep this as engaging as possible. If you have any questions, feedback, or a topic you'd like us to cover, feel free to email us at leschifrepartners at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the company LinkedIn page to stay up to date with our latest market commentary. This material is published solely for informational purposes and may not be copied or recreated in any way. This podcast is not an offer to buy or sell any investment product and takes no liability for being incorrect about events that may occur within the markets. Remember that the financial markets are subject to change and past performance is not an indicator of future results. It is important to conduct your own research and carefully evaluate any financial decision prior to acting on it.